Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Welcome to the Elisa Childers podcast, where we equip Christians to identify the core beliefs of historic Christianity, discern its counterfeits, and proclaim the gospel with clarity, kindness, and truth. And we are going to continue to do that even while I'm on sabbatical and not recording full-length episodes until after the new year. But as we were going through some old content, we realized that there were some posts that only went out to a select group of listeners. And many of you, if you've been following the podcast for the past two or three years, have not heard these posts. And these are short answers to tough theological and apologetics questions. So we're going to be bringing a new one to you every day during sabbatical. Here's today's. The gospel accounts found in the New Testament are embarrassing. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John included some pretty uncomfortable details in their writings. But if you're a Christian, that's actually a really good thing. We humans have a tendency to paint ourselves in a good light, to leave out the bad stuff and exaggerate or embellish the good. If you need proof of this, click over to Facebook and check your newsfeed. You will be bombarded by photos of your friends vacationing at the beach, having ice cream with their children, drinking artisan coffee, and eating mouth-watering delicacies at the new local bistro. You will read a wife's birthday tribute to her husband that would convince the most skeptical rationalist that she is married to Superman himself. In short, Facebook is a highlight reel. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No one wants to scroll through Facebook and see everyone's dirty laundry. But Facebook isn't exactly an accurate portrayal of history. When assessing historical documents, there are certain attributes of authenticity that historians are looking for. One of those attributes is called the criterion of embarrassment. If an author includes details that might be embarrassing to himself or his cause, there is a much greater chance that he is telling the truth. This gives scholars more confidence in the historical reliability of the document. What about the New Testament gospel accounts? Here are three ways the Gospels are embarrassing, and why those embarrassing details actually demonstrate that the authors were telling the truth. Number one, 
embarrassing details about themselves. Let's say I wanted to make up a brand new religion that wasn't true, but I was hoping to gain money, power, fame, or all three. If that were the case, I would not portray myself as a dim-witted coward who was always getting scolded by my spiritual leader. But that's exactly what the writers of the New Testament did. If they were making the whole thing up, they would have most likely portrayed themselves in a much better light. Here are some of the ways they describe themselves. They never seem to get what Jesus is talking about. They fall asleep twice when Jesus urges them to pray. They get scolded by Jesus. They fiercely disagree with each other. They run away and hide like cowards when Jesus is rested. They disown Jesus when asked if they know him. They constantly doubt Jesus. They record that women were the first witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. This is embarrassing because back then the testimony of women wasn't even admissible in court. Number two, embarrassing details about Jesus. Now back to that made-up religion. If I was basing my newly invented religion on a spiritual leader such as Jesus, I would make sure that he came off in the best possible light. I would portray him as being respected and admired by all, especially by the most powerful and influential social and political elite. But that's not what the writers of the New Testament did. In fact, they recorded details about Jesus in which he was thought to be morally questionable and even a little crazy. He is called out of his mind by his own family, who are so embarrassed by him that they try to seize him when a crowd gathers at his home. His own brothers don't believe in him. He is thought to be leading people astray. He is called names like drunkard and madman. He is called demon-possessed. He is abandoned by many of his followers. In trying to convert the Jews, he ends up almost being stoned by them. He is killed by Roman crucifixion, which was the method of execution used only for slaves, low-life criminals, and enemies of the state. He is crucified despite the fact that his own holy book states that this brings a curse upon a person. He is seen with prostitutes and even allows a prostitute to wipe his feet with her hair, which could have been interpreted as a sexual advance. He dines with tax collectors, who were considered by Jews to be the same as traitors. Tax collectors were Jews who worked for the despised Romans and often cheated people and kept some profits for themselves. Number three, difficult and demanding sayings of Jesus. If I were inventing a guru-type spiritual leader, I would definitely not make him difficult to follow. I would make his sayings emotionally pleasing, welcoming, and all-inclusive. After all, if I was making the whole thing up, I would want as many people as possible to join my movement. I would make sure that no one felt excluded. But that's not what the writers of the New Testament did. Here are some of the difficult things Jesus said. Though the scripture defined adultery as a sexual act, Jesus said that even lusting in your heart is adultery. He set strict standards for marriage and divorce. He said, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, which is seemingly impossible. He said, if anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. He labeled people as enemies, pagans, hypocrites, thieves, dogs, and pigs, false prophets, blind guides, wicked generation, unclean, fools, whitewashed tombs and serpents, brood of vipers, and cursed. And that's just a few from Matthew's gospel alone. 
If the gospel writers were just fabricating the events of Jesus' life in an effort to gain followers for their new religious movement, they were not off to a very good start. The truth is that no one would make this stuff up. Their tendency would be to simplify, unify, clarify, and beautify Jesus' sayings and character to make Christianity much more simple, broad, easy, and pleasant. That is, if their motive was anything but telling the truth. But they were telling the truth. They recorded what they saw, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The criterion of embarrassment is just one of the principles scholars use to authenticate historical documents, and the Gospels pass with flying colors. I'll write about other criteria in future posts. Are the Gospels embarrassing? Yes, and that's a good thing. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.